how to deal with the coronavirus anxiety. This is getting real, the anxiety, the panic attacks, the fear, and the feeling of being helpless. I've been losing sleep with the overflow of uncertainty and the fear of the unknown. I cannot function pro properly, and I can't turn my head away and stop looking at it. It's human nature. But this anxiety can't be good for you, right? It certainly is not good for your immune system, and that is what the coronavirus preys on. If you're anxious about the coronavirus, your immune system gets weaker and the coronavirus can get you faster. It's a vicious cycle. Thankfully, there are things that you can do about it. My guest today is Allison Kajak, CEO, life coach of My Joy the Vivre, which roughly translates to the joy in my life, which is something that we all need right now. If you're new here, Welcome, my name is Kiana Danielle. I'm the founder of the Investiva Movement, the tribe of proactive moms who want to create a better life for their kids as well as themselves. We do not rely on our husbands, the bank, the money managers, the government to determine our financial future. In fact, we do the exact opposite. We take control of our money because our financial independence is bigger than just us. It's for our kids and their children to come to. We're different because we're fighting against the system we don't want our money locked up in 401ks and we're not going to let us in the bank and lose its worth. So make sure that you click on that subscribe button so you never miss out on a future episode. Now let's go and say hi to Allison and let's get rid of all this coronavirus anxiety. Literally, I've been losing. <laughs> I know. I actually just finished a blog post about what to do when life feels completely out of control. <laughs> I know. I just made a TikTok. I was like, I've had it. I'm not listening to the news anymore. Like, I, it's done. It's over. Yeah. Okay. Welcome, welcome, Allison. I'm super excited to have you today here because it has been the time of our lives. It's been full of anxiety. People like myself, I've been losing sleep. It, it's just ongoing. You don't know the fear of unknown. And it's not even like normally I'm very good with uh, investing has a lot to do with your emotions and managing your emotion and patience and all that things. And normally I'm just able to cut out on the media noise and focus on what's it really matters. But this time around, it's just a whole new beast. And I'm super excited to have you here today because I feel like this anxiety is getting real and is probably getting worse than the actual, but I mean, I'm not saying worse, but that could kill people earlier than, than the virus. It's just becoming unbearable. So could you just dive into it and tell us how to deal with this anxiety that this whole new life has brought everybody around the world? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you for having me on. Um, I think it's normal for people to have anxiety, especially whenever there's a level of uncertainty and um, it's kind of fear, like anxiety is fear of the unknown, especially in the future. So it's like fear projected into the future because we don't know what's going to happen. Um, and it's a normal response. It's a any emotion that we have in our body is triggered by a thought that we have. So we have lots of thoughts, especially coming after coronavirus. And if you're tuning into the media, they're feeding you lots of thoughts and beliefs. And it's easy to fall into that trap of thinking like, you know, 
this is pandemic, epidemic, like the, even the language they use is very dramatized. And it's for a reason, it's to get your attention. But the problem is that when we tune into that and we're really like focused on the drama and heaviness of it, then we, it's natural to have those types of thoughts that trigger the anxiety in us. Right. So um, first of all, it's completely normal. <laughs> um, and then the next part, the next part is really becoming aware of it. Like, what are the thoughts that are triggering that anxiety for you? Like, what are you afraid of? Um, you know, for a lot of people, especially in your space, it could be like, I'm afraid of losing my money or I'm afraid of, you know, the investments that I'm making. And like, I'm not really sure what's going to happen to them. Again, it's, it's a natural, like, I don't know type situation because we feel like it's completely outside of our control, right? But whenever that happens, we have to kind of redirect our brain. Like first we become aware and then we kind of evaluate whether that's serving us or not. Like um, in the case of investments, you might want to like evaluate whether or not it's serving you by just asking like, what am I doing when I feel anxious? You know, when I feel uncertain, what am I doing? Like, am I glued to the news or am I checking my stock portfolio every five minutes? Or, you know, am I using um, dramatic language with my family and friends? Like, you just have to kind of figure out what that is for you because there's always, first there's a cognitive response to anything that happens outside of us because they're, they're facts, right? the market goes down or um, people are getting sick. Those are like the facts. And then we have a thought about them and that thought triggers a feeling, which could be in this case, anxiety or fear um, or even uncertainty. And then whenever we have an emotional response that triggers a behavior response. And a lot of times that behavior response is also, it can be inaction or it can be um, in our circle, we call it buffering, which is like, avoiding emotion by doing something else so it could be procrastination it could be um social media it could oh. be like <laughs> you know whatever well, you're turning back to that media that is actually giving you the anxiety in the first place exactly. so why you said so this is very interesting because like our mantra at investiva is literally patience the profitable virtue when you're fearful do not do anything and we practice that so i wanted to just give you an example personal what is for me that is making the most of the anxiety there are, there are there are so many different things my investment account is actually the least of them because i know the markets are going to go back up mm -hmm. and i know that this will pass and we are going to come out of it stronger the things that are that i feel personally out of uh, that are out of my control first of all like I see that people are losing their jobs. Like even like the news that, that you hear that other people are going through those suffering, it actually I'm like, I feel, I can't help but feel incredibly saddened by the, these type of news that people are dying. Like, I mean, even if it's not about me, like I'm feeling secure at this moment. I'm feeling secure with my finances. I'm se feeling secure with my family we're in quarantine we have not left the house for the past two weeks we're washing our hands we're taking every measure so that we make ourselves feel safe but i still cannot sleep at night yeah um so would you recommend that we just shut off the media completely like what would you like what is this like what is the balance over here 
Yeah. Well, I think it, you have to evaluate it on an individual basis. Like for some people, it's completely shutting out the media. You know, like if they get immediately triggered, you know, as soon as they're watching something that, that makes them feel anxious, it's just better to avoid it completely. Um, you know, there's different ways of getting your news sources um, more objectively, perhaps. Um, for other people, it might be limiting the, the type of exposure, you know, maybe it's like 15 minutes a day on Instagram or like, you know, I get my 30 minutes of morning news downloaded in the morning and then I'm going to turn it off and kind of avoid it for the rest of the day. Um, you just have to think about like how evaluate how it's affecting you personally and, um, and whether or not it's serving you, like, is it serving you to be paying attention to the news? Um, right. So maybe turn off the notifications, I think is something like, because every two seconds when it like pops and like 3000 people die, this many women, like every two seconds, I, that is not going to serve you. Right. Yeah. Or being able to filter it enough. Like, you know, what are the types of news information that you need delivered? You know, maybe it's just a simple morning update from the CDC, or, um, maybe it's just, you know, your stock updates or, or whatever your, um, you know, you need whatever you're looking for from that, then, uh, then keep that and then get rid of the rest. I mean, it's kind of my philosophy on life is, you know, keep what's, what's serving you and then just eliminate everything else. Right. Because you actually, so you're a life coach. Your main thing is simplifying things. Yes. Right. So can you actually bring us back to how you got here and why this is important, even if it's not about the coronavirus and what we're going through right now, can you give us a little bit of a tidbit of how you got here and why simplifying things work and how? Yeah, absolutely. So I, about uh, seven years ago, um, I found myself uh, depressed after I had the, the birth of my son. Um, and I really was struggling. Like I was struggling to maintain my household. I was struggling to manage my time. Um, I was struggling to manage my space. And then I had this newborn baby to take care of and, you know, still trying to balance the relationships of my husband and my family and all the things. Um, and I also had a demanding career. So I was really miserable and I tried everything at the time. And, um, truly the only thing that really worked for me was learning how to manage my mind, um, learning how to manage that overwhelm. And so what I learned over a number of years was to not only kind of like simplify the space and keep, you know, the things that matter and kind of get rid of the rest, but like the same for my schedule. So like I only put on my schedule, what, is important to me and then all the other things I let go of and I evaluate it daily. I mean, priorities change um, even throughout the day. And so it became like my philosophy of um, everything. Like I manage my mind and manage the cognitive piece. Like I manage the flow of information and thoughts and beliefs that I was telling myself. Um, and then I did the same with my schedule and with my space and like I applied it to the relationships in my life and it just really applied um, all over the place. And so eventually I became a coach to really help the women that were struggling like I was. Um, and it really helped me understand how important it is to simplify and edit and, um, really develop that emotional resilience through the process. Right. So we've had a guest on the show before about, you know, how to actually get things done as a mom, because once you become a mom, your brain literally changes and 
you know, depression is part of it, but then of course this is a whole new human being and you're a changed person, your relationship with a husband. Like I feel, I think probably 90% of the audience have had somewhat of a similar journey as you've had. I know I did. It's just chaos. Um, so here's my, like you can see behind me, like it's nothing by simple. Like it's like, this is, if I, even if I like turn my uh, camera a little bit here, you're going to see the chaos. So um, how do you actually, I, so I guess my question for you is that it's easy to say I'm going to simplify, but it's harder to actually make it happen. Don't you agree? Yeah, of course. I think it requires a level of commitment too. Like whenever, you know, you say you're going to simplify, like you have to understand that your brain is always going to default to your prior thinking. So your other patterns of behavior that got you to where you are now are what your brain is always gonna to default to. So it takes a tremendous amount of effort to kind of like develop something new and create those like new neural pathways in your brain. And it goes for your thoughts, your behaviors, your actions, your feelings, all of it. Like it really all comes down to like learning how to bring it into your awareness evaluate whether or not it's serving you and then let go of anything that is meant. And it, some of that is like changing your belief structure um, and shifting your priorities. And um, because it's a series of decisions, like, is it important to you to have a clutter free floor every day? You know, is it important to you to show up on time to things? Like it's just life is a series of, of those decisions. And I think being able to, um, kind of step back and evaluate like what really matters to you is essential. So is this something that can be self-taught? Did you teach yourself or for people who are really struggling, what are some of the paths? Like, are there books that we can read? Are there some sort of organizers that you use personally? What are some of the paths that people can take who are really struggling with and they cannot do it on their own? Um, I mean, there's plenty of books out there. Um, I am a uh, lover of all things self-help and personal development. Um, the problem with books though is that you're expected to do it on your own and you kind of take these principles away from the books and you, you know, if you're a doer and you're really determined, that might be enough for you. For other people, it might be um, having a support structure in place to do that. Um, so for clutter, a lot of times other people need like somebody to hold their hand and kind of walk them through the process and like that level of commitment is what they need um, or accountability. Um, for me, it was just becoming aware of my thoughts and getting a coach that could really help me through it and kind of point out the blind spots that I wasn't able to see on my own. Um, so it was like kind of having somebody else highlight those patterns for me, like here's where you're, what you're not seeing, like here's what you're doing that you don't even realize that you're doing. And so that was kind of a catalyst for me to really be able to help somebody else is to give them that support structure and um, coaching that they need. Right. It's very interesting because for the longest time, I never saw the value in coaches until I became to the point that even I saw with my students as well, that, I mean, I had books out there and I had like, you know, my services out there, but people we're just not doing it because as you said, once you don't, when you don't have the support system, it's very, very hard to actually follow through. And, um, Allison, how can people find you? Uh, if there is somebody here who needs help, I know I do. <laughs> 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 <Decluttering>. <laughs> 
<laughs> one step at a time. One step at a time. Um, I'm on Facebook um, and um, uh, Instagram. My Facebook is My Joie de Vivre. Um, and I'm on uh, the web for myjoiedevive.net. So you can check out my blog. I've got a ton of resources there. Um, and on Instagram, it's My Edited Life. So are you French? No. <laughs> That's a funny story. Um, the short version is I was uh, reading a book from Richard Branson, and he was talking about this woman who had this joie de vivre about her. Yeah. And he was like, that is what I want. That is the life I want. I want to have this, like, joy, this, like, exuberance for living. And so right. that but I ah, mean, so how about people who don't understand what this means? <laughs> <laughs> well, literally like... translated as my joy of living. <laughs> oh, okay. You see, now I get it. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> that is so cool. And I feel like, like really the joy of living, like that is what we really need to find again in this new reality that we are in. Cause we are, because there's so much unknown, we don't even know what tomorrow is going to bring what we from now are our kids going to be home are our kids going to be at school are we going to stay home yeah. for another three months another five months ten months what's going to happen and this is taking away from the joy of our lives and i feel like it's we have to the sooner we get used to this new reality and start having joy again in life this the better off we're going to be and our immune system is going to be better off if we do come across the virus, we're going to be able to battle it. So you guys, I really hope that you go and check out Allison's website. We're going to have um, all the social media around this um, over here. And I'll add a link to them in the description of this episode as well. And go in the comment section and let me know, how are you guys feeling? I really want to know, how are you guys feeling today? Are you anxious? Have you been losing sleep? Because as Alan said, it's okay and it's very normal to feel those feelings. And I also want you to tell, tell me the first step you're going to take to simplify things and to bring joy back into your life. I would really love to hear from you guys. Go in the comments section. Let us know if you like this video. Give it a thumbs up. And Allison, thank you so much for being here today thank with you. us. Thank you. I really appreciate it. The thing that we do uh, is our tradition <laughs> with all of our guests. Uh, I asked for a silly face. <laughs> Go for it. <laughs> That's a cute face. Come on, Allison. <laughs> My face only comes this way. <laughs> no, it's just, we need a silly, silly face. <laughs> um. <laughs> okay.